all right, next time, listeners, if you've made it through this, you can make it through anything. Uh, Friday. That should be the, the tagline of our podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm Abby. And I'm Paul, and welcome to 3D Beam Up. Today we are talking Season 1, Episode 8, Miri. I'm so excited, you guys. Can you tell? Can you tell how I mean, excited this, I am? Is this already us coming back? Is this how excited you are? I mean, it could be. Sorry. Does it matter? Can we just get this over with? I don't. <laughs> well, I think we're back. Um... I can't. I can't tell you how much I hate this episode. <laughs> I hate well, you it. You said last week. I think. So what I was saying, this is a very bad episode. But I think you prepped me last week for it to be so terrible that I don't think it was as terrible as I thought, even though it's still quite terrible. <laughs> it's um, my least favorite episode of all time. I hate I'm it so sure much. I'm not sure I can say that it's my least Well, wait, favorite, which one but... do you hate more? Boy, um, I, I would really have to think about that. Um, I, I'm just not, I'm not, I, I'm saying that I'm not committing. That this <laughs> is, my is there? I'm committing. I'm happy to commit. <laughs> is there one no. that either of you have seen that you like less that we've done so far? No, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I would me literally too. watch any of the others we have watched Hold before, on, let me, even let me the most terrible through. ones. Yeah, before I need to watch this again, I hate uh, this. I, I so, what do you hate, Abby? <laughs> I hate all of it so much. So if I I have a, a note that says, you know how you can speed up audiobooks and podcasts and listen to them at a faster rate. You know how that's a thing. Oh, yeah. oh I, I wish I that was a thing <laughs> for watching this episode. <laughs> Can you not do that on Netflix? I think I've done that on Netflix. Can you? Can, can you, you? Oh, if I knew that, my life would be changed because that's how I would I have know, watched this be, stupid I, episode. That may be a false memory. I, I, I don't tend to do that in any medium. So, um, I, I don't even like know what you guys are talking about, but it sounds awesome. Chelsea, I cannot believe that you do not listen to podcasts Me at like triple speed. How is that not your life? I don't know. <laughs> I'm agreeing I, with that. I statement. either do it while driving, and so I want them to take forever, or I put them on in the background while I grade. Which I, mm. so I also wanted okay. to take forever. <laughs> I mean, and also the only podcast I listen to is us for the most part. Eight. Alternative factor was pretty bad. I don't think it's worse than this, but I, I mean, I'm flipping through my notes. That's the first one that I would say. No. Hmm. I mean, there's like Spock's brain, but we haven't gotten to it, but which is bad, but it's just not as creepy. It, this is, I think that may be the thing. This is I mean, like, okay. I'm sorry. Omega glory. I might, I might put Omega glory right up there with it. This this one I think Omega Glory was pretty bad. That's a bad yeah, one. it is bad. But I hate this. Boy, and the children shall lead. We've been in this. Yeah, stretch I was gonna bad. say, Abby, I'm so sorry because probably one of the things you hate is that it's full of the creepy kids, and we got both. That of doesn't them. help. That does not help. We got them the right creepy, in a row. The creepy children does 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 not. That's not the factor that helps me. I do not care for that. Also, why do they make children chant every single time there's children? <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. true. Who, yeah. So true. Who decided that was a good idea? Probably all of so, them. Oh boy, I wrote down who this guy. This name did not sound familiar. I meant to look up what else he wrote. 
Um, is Adrian Spies is the writer. Yeah. Did you look up at all? No, oh, I what didn't. You... I don't tend to look up the writer unless it's somebody, a name I know. So I don't, I have no clue if they wrote anything else. I kind of hope not. And if they did, I may like retroactively say that I hate another episode a lot. <laughs> nope. Too. This is all he did. This is all okay. Did. Well, um, that's why. So, it was reworked, heavily reworked by story editor Stephen uh, Carabazzo. Yeah, I saw that like 80% of the dialogue was changed or something crazy. <sighs> to better or worse? I, don't, like, I mean... Was I it know. worse than this? Was it worse? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, as bad as it is, you'd almost have to think that Carabazzo has probably made it worse, but... Well... I mean, it couldn't have been worse. It couldn't have been worse than this and then gotten brought back to the center but not fixed. I don't know. Right? Maybe. Well, can we let's know. list reasons? Because I have four four reasons. Okay, I Go for I it. thought the pacing was really bad. I uh, and sure. it's just very a very boring episode. I think the message, like the overall message, isn't terrible, but it is one that, where the trope is like very much overdone. What is the message? Yeah. Right. Hit me with okay. it. Okay. Well, I think the message is that hold on let me i want to see how i found it well there's a couple one do not seek immortality it will backfire so the voldemort message okay um okay. two that's more of a sci-fi trope than yes a message. yes okay two like children need guidance i call that the lord of the flies message or like they become wild or immoral or like the peter pan message um then like uh like the ones you have to read a little bit deeper into so like uh essentially that like leaving childhood and like the innocence of childhood for like greedy sorts of things or like godlike powers will backfire on you and but they don't get godlike powers they just get yeah. semi immortality uh that i consider immortality a godlike power well but it's not real real okay. immortality because once they hit puberty right, they die right well crazy. that was not the plan though <laughs> Well, that's sure. Know. No, no, I'm. I, I, I mean. And then, sort of like how prolonging childhood is actually bad. Again, in a lot of Peter Pan sort of message. So I, I don't think those are great, but they're they're okay. They're not like the worst message. I mean, it's not like the other week. What was that? Just the last episode where I just hate it. Catch yeah, ball. I just no it was the one before that, and the children shall aid. Oh, uh, that's oh, the one that made yeah. me upset about the message. So uh, let's 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 hit on that third one, right? Um. Because I think this is where. Oh, and it's creepy as shit. Me. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Oh, um, and the explanations like don't make any sense, but that's like every episode. So. I don't. Well, sure. I mean, I'm not sure that the explanations are the problem here. Um, the question of you know the, the, when they find out that all these kids are 300 plus years old, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Which I have many f- questions about. But continue. Sure. I think the, the main one that, that like, I, I have lots of questions, but I, I think I'm going <laughs> to call them down a, a bit. Um, if you take a 14-year-old and then they stay alive for 300 years old, like, they're not a 14-year-old. They're exactly. like 300. <laughs> like, there's nothing about... Yep. That's like, one major question. <laughs> and biologically, sure. Um, are they completely full-grown? No. But by, like, 8 to 10, uh, your brain is, what, like... 95% of the volume of an adult brain. Your brain fills in very, very quickly. Um, you would be able to, you know, make the most out of 300 years of experiences and not act like a kid anymore. This was like, my Especially question. the 14-year-olds. I yeah, had Maybe several like a four-year-old yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. The little kids, I was okay with them being like kids. Also, let's put out there that I'm 
I'm skeptical that any child under five would probably live 300 years in this society, right? Because they're pretty much completely helpless, and there's only children there to take care of them. Correct. Yeah, it doesn't um, make any sense. Like, no, you're going to have a narrow band of kids that are, like, maybe conservatively 7 to 14. Um, but I don't see the younger ones... <laughs> Right, there weren't any babies sitting in there. Yeah, I mean, if, like, everything went very well and not, like, a la Lord of the Flies, which, like, it definitely seems like it is, so... Have you ever met a... Have you ever met a three-year-old, yeah. right? <laughs> like, they can't take care of themselves. Well, no, I'm, I'm in complete agreement. But, uh, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like you're going to have that narrow band of seven to 14-year-olds yeah. if everything yeah. goes, like, perfectly. Otherwise, like, they're all dead. What, what about yeah. disease? And, like, I know they, like, kind of explain the hunger, like... They did not, though, because they were like, they're going to run out of food, like, next week. And I was like, how have they not run out of food already? It's been 100 yeah, I mean, years. 300 years. 300 years. They were very bad at these time scales, right? We bring this up over bad. and over again. They do not they very, think about very bad. time. Um, if they had said 30 years, I would have been like, yeah, cool. That's probably enough. Yeah. <laughs> right? If they'd said three years, it'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, things went bad, and three years is still a long time for these kids to have survived. Yeah. Um, I agree. Like thirty to like fifty years would have been much more plausible. Yeah, it was but they so bad. they don't think about the like the order of magnitude of their time frames. No, no um, they don't. And like their their buildings are falling apart and stuff, but everybody's clothes, other than being a little <laughs> bit messy, are fine. And they just are have like dirt on their face. Yeah, not like broken bones or yeah, or like matted hair because they haven't had a bath in three hundred <laughs> years. Like what? <laughs> There's yep. so many questions. Yeah, they so all seem well questions. fed again, yeah. despite the fact that they don't have <laughs> all sorts of food. Or like fresh uh, vegetables, how... like they don't have scurvy. Like, like yeah. presumably they're eating canned food, right? Or something. Well, sure. So supply chain's right. totally broken down, right? So if they live in a place that is does not grow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they should... I guess they'd be getting, they could be catching fish and, and um, I guess uh, what it's, cabbage is really high in. It, it, <laughs> in any case, um, they're not thinking this through. They're not like, oh, well, we need to incorporate some cabbage in our diet. No, because um, they're children and apparently yeah, exactly. they don't learn. They just kind of stay childlike. Like their mentality doesn't change at all and they don't, the older kids especially don't start thinking, you know what? Hmm... Maybe we should ration things. Or... Yeah, uh, let's toss that out there. Have you ever met a 14-year-old? Because 14-year-olds always... There's many 14-year-olds that like want to be looked at as adults. Oh, correct. Right? A, Absolutely. Um, that, like, well before they are <laughs> going to die from this disease... Yes. Um, ...are done with childish things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and especially if they've lived alone on this planet for, like, 300 years. Yeah. Um, they would have, like... <laughs> No, they'd be bankers or whatever. Right. I don't know what they do. Something. I don't, yeah, but they would have uh, made a society. Yeah. They would have started Etsy. And it would have been uh, like, I, that might be interesting, actually, that if they if the Enterprise came and it was a society run by looking like children. That would have been that would be way, more interesting. way better episode. And like they were in fights with the children who still behaved like children or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Something like better wait, than wait. this. And it would have made like the stuff, the creepy stuff with Miri, not less creepy necessarily, but different. No, never. But it would have been a different take on it because she would have like had we're the gonna... feelings of a much older woman. So we're going to spend a ton of time on that. Yes, I we are. One mm-hmm. more thing before we sure. do, uh, because I, I um, the thing that is super odd that they just tossed out there and then never resolved um, 
why is this Earth? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that makes. <laughs> and why? Oh why are they not concerned with that? Yep, it never comes up like, again. They're just like, oh, cool. By the way, this is Earth. Except uh, it exactly never comes planet. up again. Oh, by the way, oh, cool. It's just the so, 60s. So, because uh, so great. because this has happened, I actually looked up the name of it, and it is the Hodgkin's Law of Parallel Planetary Development. And but here, like again, they don't utilize that, but they do it in other episodes. But it makes no sense either way. No, again, like tectonic movements. So you're saying yeah. that like every every again, single thing the, is the, the same. That every single planet, they're like, oh, we get to Jupiter, and it's like, oh, cool, they have Great Lakes too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have this exact same planetary mass. Um, it's it's so easily no, not it doesn't make any sense. The case. Um, but yeah, and then at the end of the episode, they're just like, oh, cool, bye Earth, yeah. bye other Earth. <laughs> We're just going to leave a little um, bit of medical personnel down there until like social services gets in. Yeah, Have fun. Yeah. Until then, though, until like they get to the part about the planet, it actually is a good opening for like 30 seconds, right? Sure. Let's toss out there that the 300 is probably there because they wanted it to look like the 60s because that's what they knew Earth looked like. And they wanted to say that yes. this planet... Um, had not had stopped at a place instead of getting exactly to where it is now, which would be about three hundred. Yeah, Let's that's what that's I, th- I probably thought. Probably where this was number the came implication from. There. Not from thinking through what a good number would be. Yeah, I mean, and it was awful convenient that Spock was able to pinpoint it to the nineteen sixties. <laughs> Boy, I loved when they went into the the room and Kirk was like, "How old is this?" And he's touching a piano. It's like, what what are you talking about? We just said that the buildings. <laughs> like, why do you care how old this piano is? Do you think it is it like an antique? <laughs> is it? Is it something special? Yeah. Um, the fact that he cared about this piano was bizarre to me. But. Yeah. I did think that all the sets were really glorious, though. Yeah, they're nice sets. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, except for that one where they're in the lab and there's a chart on the wall that says chart. Oh, my God. I love a, that. It's a whole bunch of lines. And it's like, that is. <laughs> I seriously, guys, if you want to print me something for Christmas and send it to me. Chart of mutations? <laughs> Look, I could get you an actual. No, no. I want a replica of that prop. And I want it in a poster frame, and I want it in my office. <laughs> and then I want to invite, like, I don't know, biology faculty into my office and be like, yeah, this is accurate, right? Chelsea, at this point, I think every other episode you find something that you want for Christmas. <laughs> You're going to have to narrow it down. I'm just saying. <sighs> I know you like to make things, Abby. <laughs> That one wouldn't take that long. That would not take long. No, I think I'd need You're a like, poster uh, board and some red markers. <laughs> I think I'd be okay. Yeah, it's, it's about how long it took them to make it, too. Yeah. 20 minutes, maybe, <laughs> give or take. Somebody was like, what do we what do we put on this? I don't know, a mutation? Let's just draw some Anyway, lines. okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I have anything big, so let's, let's move to Miri. Oh... All right, let me move down my notes. Okay, I found her. So, are we going to start with Kirk's seducing slash manipulating her? I don't think he's seducing. I think he's grooming Well, like manipulating her. Oh, super manipulating. With this, like, seductive expression and the cat. And I don't understand why. The casual touching, the using her name all the time, the chin grab, the stroking. It's it's oh, bad. It's so crazy. What doesn't he? He says like you know I like your shoes or whatever, and he's like I like you, <laughs> like in the creepiest way. It's so um, creepy. 
And then, it's like, what? as soon as they establish she's a woman, like the first, or like basically a woman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. How do they establish well, that? Well, he's, he's basically just like, she's like basically a woman now. Look, she's like getting the spots or whatever. But anyway, as soon as they do that, the first, like the things he has her do is like sharpen pencils and like clean the desk and like wait for him. But yet she's still so innocent that like they have to send her outside for their like adult discussions. Like, I don't understand. How can she simultaneously be so adult that she's, like, can be seduced, but, like, she can't, like, stay in the room for the adult discussions? Do you know what I mean? That's just one of the problems. That's because she's a child. It's because she's a child. And I don't understand who thought that it was appropriate for Kirk to behave this way when they wrote the episode. I am so angry about it, and this is why. This is my least favorite episode of all time. But it's way worse. I mean, and that's why I looked up the writer, because I was like, who in the world is this writer? But it's worse than that, because, Um, like, a lot of the cast consider this a great episode. I know, and I don't understand. Like, yeah. Yes! Like, Leonard Nimoy, amongst others. I just can't with it. Like, I don't know how they don't see this as a problem. Which means it, that this was, honestly, must have been culturally acceptable. Right. And Oh, I think so. And part I of the problem... Culturally acceptable. I think part of the issue is how Shatner played it. Because I think if he had just treated her like... If he had talked to her and looked at her like a child, it wouldn't be as creepy. Or he's like, I like your shoes. I like you. I think you're cool. Like, that's an acceptable thing to say to a child as long as you're like keeping being an adult like and being like the hey can you help us out can you you know will you do this we really need help with this and whatever like you can do that and not be a complete creeper like this there is a way to talk you don't do that look oh i'm i am incoherent with rage i can't do it (laughs) you don't tell the cameraman to turn on soft focus exactly yes (laughs) yes <laughs> that is correct. The real life version of that. You don't do that with your face. Like I like everybody has that where Yeah, every- actually who directed this one? Because that's the real question. Who is giving the directing? I um, don't know. I don't care. I just hate them. It just uh. It's so and and I think I think it part of it is being a grown woman who was a young girl. And recognizing these things, like that, you know, in hindsight, I, I'm after me too. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's a little triggering for. Like, it's just like I, 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 you know, we all have had these as as a woman. We've all had these interactions, either as a child or as you know, an adult. We've oh, had these so interactions, many. and it is so horrific. To see it portrayed in this way where it's basically okay and half the cast is like, this is a great episode. And you're like, you are so brainwashed by the culture to think that this is acceptable. Yeah, I think culturally this is one of those where like, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that the actors did not think there was something wrong with this. but I, I don't think they did. Culturally, yeah. yeah. Well, that just... Like, I'm gonna, can, I, can I drop a, a quick bomb on you really sure. quick? Um, the director of this one, Vincent... Michael McEvity? I don't need to worry about his name. Um, also directed the Omega Glory. Hey! That explains a lot. <laughs> um, which I said was maybe the episode I thought was worse than this. Uh, other ones, though. Balance of Terror, Dagger of the Mind, Mary, Patterns of Force, Omega Glory, Inspector of the Gun. Well, some of those are good, though. Some of those are good. Um, I think Balance of Terror is overrated, as I sort of said when we watched it. But um, I think that Mary and Omega Glory are two of the worst episodes. So That's true. Um, oh, he didn't direct Spock's brain. 
nope, but I don't know that Spock's brain is as bad as this. I don't know. Okay. I don't think it is. I think, well, and there's a difference between goofy and silly Star Trek and problematic Star Trek. There is, a, for me, and for and for my enjoyment of episodes, like, things yeah. like Spock's brain, like, yeah, no, it's not good. It's not good. But it's mildly enjoyable to watch because it's so ridiculous. Whereas something like this is bad and also it is uncomfortable to watch. I cannot tell you how many times watching this episode I was like, God, I hate this. I want it to be over. How much longer do I have? Oh, yeah. And again, the, the pacing makes this feel it like an hour and a half. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it makes like feel nothing so happens in okay. terms of the plot. Are we going to talk about that? So, hold on. This guy, this director... So I just w- went through a few of these other episodes. Patterns of Force is the Nazi history planet. Oh, God. Yeah. Spectre of the Gun is uh, the Earps, right? Is uh, OK Corral. Oh. Um, and oh, this is, that. you know, other. So that's at least three of these. Six that he did are like, oh, it's also Earth. That must um, have been a thing that he really liked. Yeah, he would really pick those episodes. Weird. Which I think are sort of universally some of the weakest episodes. Yeah. Mm. Um, Anyway, I'm going to stop reading about Vincent McGee Brady. <laughs> well, Back to um, this terrible yeah. episode. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I mean, uh, how, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what else to say about it other than, like, it's so, so bad. I mean, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us on Dreaming <laughs> Up. I mean, there's more. <laughs> Um, I mean, there's the creepy factor. Was it trying to, like, not the creepy molestation factor, but the creepy, uh, like, horror film sort of factor? I think they nailed that. Yeah. The creepy kids running around. The demented tricycles. The creepy kid Mm -hmm. song. The chanting. The chanting. Like, the Lord of the Fly scene where they almost kill Kirk. Yeah, so let's toss out there. This this was almost certainly um, stolen for a bunch of other things. Um, this is super reminiscent of Logan's Run. Yeah, it is. That's true. Um, this is also very reminiscent, oh boy, um, of the third um, uh, Beyond Thunderdome. I don't know that one. Right, where they run into the kids. Uh, the third Mad Max movie, uh, original Mad Max movie, where like the long, long ago, the before times and stuff. Th- that exact language, right? This is a hard trope that shows up in sci-fi of like, yeah, they use yeah. the terminology of the before times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I... And although their English is perfect, they somehow forgot to say grown-ups. <laughs> um, right? Greps. Like, no, that totally makes all the sense, and they would remember everything else, but they'd say Well, greps. yeah, they had, like, three ones. Like, what were the little kids called? Like, one, one onlys? onlys or onesies or something? It doesn't matter. <laughs> nothing matters. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> nothing, nothing matters. Um, yeah, so I think as a trope, it is an interesting trope, but in those other places, it's not. Yeah, I mean, and there's. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Planet kids. of the Apes. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Whatever. But that doesn't. Oh, I mean. And there are. Planet of the Apes is a lot better yeah, than this. Yeah, well, yeah obviously. <laughs> At least the first one. And there's yeah, right. there are some good things. The makeup was fantastic. The makeup um, was okay. I like those wounds a lot. I really am into, like, oh, the okay. iridescent okay. wounds. And also. Uh, I liked some of the camera angles, which I rarely notice because I'm not that into that. But like the one with Spock, where you, he, you're, uh, the camera like goes through like the hole in the dirt in the door. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's some nice angles, and it's you know whatever. But 
I'm trying, it Abby. Nothing fixes it. Nothing <laughs> fixes it. Nothing we say is going to make this a good episode because it's just not. <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, to go back to like what the point is. Yeah, I'm not sure that there's a a through line youths. this episode that no. youths. Um, that's the episode with the, with the fish shake. It's the youths. Yeah. <laughs> How old was that guy at the beginning who wanted his tricycle? Okay, so that didn't make any sense either, because if he was supposed to be 14 or 15. Yeah, he was like 50, <laughs> right? Well, but it's supposed to, like, ra- they're supposed to go through, once they hit puberty, that's part of the diseases they do a- rapid aging. Yeah, let's toss out the numbers, right? Um, that they are aging a month a century. Yeah. Which, so, which means those kids were 14 when the accident, they were, they're all the same age, basically, as when the accident happened. Well, but so like those younger ones that are like eight, it's like, oh, cool. You honestly don't have to worry about dying because the time, by the time you die, like you are going to long for death in yeah. 7,800 years. Right. Um, yeah. When this thing finally kills you. Um, like the, the people who have succumbed to this, the children who have succumbed to this disease were kids who were like in a narrow three month band. Yeah. Um, not even just 14 year olds. Like, again, again, we're tossing out a random age, but um, children of a very specific age. Well, also, guys, if this is Earth, like they said, then aren't there groups of these children in, like, every city and town? Sure. Well, that's the thing. Like, how did did they affect the whole planet? Was it just one continent? Was, is the rest of the planet fine? Like, nobody knows. Well, that wouldn't make any sense because they presumably yeah, they would have gotten the kids. Well, you... well, so they scanned, right? They scanned and found an automated distress call. But just one. Yeah. Um, so did everyone else on the planet just die, maybe? Also, if this is the 1960s, uh, I'm not sure that if this, this happened in the 1960s, somebody would think to turn on an automated distress call beamed into space. True story. Um, that tech seems a little advanced. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unless it's just wow. like a planet-wide distress call, and then the Enterprise is just fancy and picked it up because their equipment's better. Or what? Yeah, no. The premise also doesn't make any sense. But it's. Should we, can we talk about how bad they are at certain times? Like when the time when they were all like, "Hey, let's uh, let's hang out in this lab and let's all take our phasers and communicators off right? our belts <laughs> and leave <laughs> and leave them on the tables and then wander away." I also had. I'm like, I, first of yeah, all, why would it? Why didn't at least one of them stay in the lab to work? Why did they all have to go after the noise? I did not understand why, that. Why would security be like, oh, end of a long day, taking my phaser <laughs> yeah. and calm off and no, like I do all the time. Right? Of- also, I really liked how McCoy was able to use that antique equipment like right away. Oh, yeah, obviously. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that microscope that definitely would not have... Uh, like, I don't know how to work that. <laughs> like... Oh, I see what you're saying. No, I'm just saying that the glass would have Oh, been, that too. Uh, yeah. Old. Yeah, that wouldn't have even worked. Do, guys, well, do we want to talk about that life prolongation project at all? Or I think that the lack of details on it actually made it more believable. I, we've said that a bunch of t- episodes. Yeah. Right? That it, I'm happier that they didn't dwell on it. Yeah. I'm happy that McCoy said, yeah, they did it and whatever. Here's a beaker full of death, which is also a great line. Um, <laughs> the, when he comes up with the, the antidote, which they call a vaccine. But, yeah, but um, it can't be a vaccine, right? It has to be a cure. No. Yeah, it is a okay. cure. Just double um, check in. He, he, yeah, he figured it out from the chart of mutations. 
It's so helpful. Uh, it has so many uses. I love that. Yeah. I seriously want that chart so bad, you guys. <laughs> you could you could make it. No, I want really no, good. I want someone else to make it for me. Acts of service. Oh, man. I man, I have so many random notes. Um so the kids take the uh comms and uh and phasers and they're hiding in buildings like and they know that if they do not get these back like at what point do they just start torching buildings? Right. I guess is sort of my Well, I mean they're all sick. Not to, not to die, kill but... the kids, right? Not to kill the kids. Right. But to smoke, smoke them, out. them out in the open. Smoke them out. Um Yeah, it seems like Oh, 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 and also the time, like when he does finally find the kids, and he just like yells at him for a few minutes, and then they literally beat him with hammers and bats. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Like I said, Lord of the, it's literally Lord of the Flies, right? Like it's. But insane. they, they like there was a kid standing on a desk above him with a hammer, and beats him in the head with it, yeah. and he just kind of stumbles away and is fine even though he's covered right. in blood paul did you read in uh, memory alpha that two of those kids are shatner's kids oh really yeah, yeah. Oh, the, little, his, the little girl he lifted up yeah two of his daughters are in it roddenberry's daughters are in it um gracely whitney's do- uh, sons are in it huh like everybody's kids are in it except for uh, leonard nimoy who's like my kids are do not need exposed to this <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Which good, correct good idea. But <laughs> but yeah, the um yeah. And the uh, the outdoor set, in case you were wondering, was redressed pieces from the Andy Griffith show. Because sure. Oh sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that I makes mean, sense. Oh wait, mm-hmm. actually that does look super oh wow, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All checks out. Wow. It all, it checks, all out. checks out. One more though. Um Mary was played by a nineteen year old and that annoying kid John was played by like a twenty seven year old. Did you guys I was, read that? Okay. I actually have that note because I didn't look it up and I kinda meant to. I was like, How old is John in life? <laughs> because he is not like thirteen. <laughs> no, isn't that crazy? So that's actually one of the things I was wondering about with Mary. If Mary was played by a nineteen year old, do you think that contributed to Shatner's choice to like sexualize her in that way? Because in real life, she actually was a woman. I don't know. I mean, how old is he in this? How, like he's... 35. Yeah, right? Yeah, but like differences in age were not looked upon the same. That they are now. I mean, she could have had a PhD. <laughs> I have always thought that. In, in, the, in the Star Trek universe. <laughs> yep, uh, true. She's definitely working on one, right? The, our youngest has been, what, 21? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's 21. Yeah. In the first episode we watched, where no man got oh, man. Elizabeth, I think is her name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure how much of this was chat. I'm not trying to defend Shatner. I'm, right. I'm not. I'm not sure how much of this is Shatner and how much was bad direction. Yeah, especially now that I've looked at the the list of just clunkers that this guy has directed. Um, so to be handed a script from a one-off writer that got heavily rewritten, right. um, and then to be like, I'm a director, um, <laughs> and then. Just sort of flub your way through it. Um, I guess this is what you get. But I'm betting that the stage, the stage direction came from the director. If it didn't, then likely, he was, yeah. uh, right. <laughs> if he didn't tell them to do this, then he wasn't doing his job. So, well, can we tell? Well, there's. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just gonna say that I. I... That depends on your directing style. So right. it really does. How much you let your actors do what they do, it, it really depends on your style of directing. If you're a really controlling director, then yes, you are going to make those acting choices for the actor, which is really annoying if you're an actor. Well, but, but let's let's toss out there again. Omega Glory, we said the direction seemed horrible. 
Um, yeah, maybe it's true. just a bad director. Maybe he is a bad director. I I don't know. I'm just. It does depend. The acting choices oftentimes do depend on the preferences of a director, but not always. Because if it's a good director, they will usually make let the actor make the choices. They may say, try it this way once, try it that way once, or whatever, but they're ultimately, you know, the actor's job is to bring it to interpret life. The, sure, interpret sure. the script. Right. So I, just, I would say, I guess what I was trying to say is, if Shatner's tossing out that, the acting he's doing here, um, and the director sitting there, the director at least says, okay, yeah, I guess this was how I wanted it to right, go, yeah, and allows right. it, no. or says, wait, hold on, let's do it this way, uh, even if he was letting the actor play it out the first time. Yeah. So he's at least yeah. complicit in watching this happen and not making a direction <laughs> no, change. And I, whether or not I, really, it, but, I but, think it's in the script, too. Because yeah, it's not, I, I it's not just with the kid and with Mary, oh, sure, but it also sure. the scene with Randon Kirk... Oh, God, you know it's wrong. Oh, too. yeah. Well, boy, I haven't even got to that. No, yeah. we haven't. And that's like, Ugh. I mean, and did you guys also see, this is really bad and trigger warning um, for our listeners, but did you see- For sexual assault. Yeah, that yeah. that this is the, after this episode, it was the party after this that Rand was sexually assaulted in real life. Yeah, Grace and Whitney. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Which is why she ended up getting fired from the show. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. This episode. Yes. So this episode, episode led to that. <laughs> Great. Yeah. It's the worst. The worst. How many times can I say is the worst? Several. Several I, is the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, I, I there's not. Okay, I, wait. There's one redeeming. There's one scene I did like. Do you want me to talk about it? The one where the one where at the very end they say that they contacted Space Central. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the second scene I liked. <laughs> uh, the one where Bones and Spock. Yeah, yeah, it had to be Bones. Yeah. It had to be Bones injecting himself. I loved with the it, which is great. I loved it when McCoy took the vaccine, and I, I was just like, "I'm gonna inject myself because <laughs> this is a great plan." And then I also loved Spock's reaction, which is like, "Let me comfort you in death." And then just like smirks as he comes back to life. <laughs> oh man, that's a great build of their relationship, yeah. considering how early it is in the show. I thought the uh, the effects of the thing, the sores coming off his face, was acceptable. <laughs> it was 60s. fine. I thought I, I bet it would have looked cool in the sixties. Yeah, not, in the in the sixties, I'm sure it looked super red. But yeah. yeah, and man, that is a fast acting vaccine. Yeah, boy, it's like he jammed it right into his face. <laughs> that is him. real quick. Well, apparently he had the dose off. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Oh man, speaking us. of the end of that episode, though, that joke about older women. I wanted oh, boy, to murder too. someone anyway. Yeah, it was no, it was the combination of she really loved you, you know, and I was like, no, she did not. She was twelve. Yeah, but okay. And then the, I never go for older women. Wink, and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I hate this so much. It makes me so uncomfortable. I don't like it. Oh, it's so wrong. It's wrong, and it's wrong, and it's wrong, and I hate it. Oh, I have two more trivia's though. Do you want me to say them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I read in a different website that, uh, like a nerd website, that Spock calls a flask a beaker, and it really upsets scientists. Oh, oh. yeah, that was a flask, wasn't it? Yeah, because he says this is a beaker full of death, which, again, I wrote down because it sounds like an awesome name for, like, a metal It band. really it does. does. But isn't he the science officer? So he should know that. I mean... 
It is not his fault. It is the writers of this terrible, <laughs> terrible episode. Don't blame Spock. <laughs> well, also, uh, in the original script, apparently Rand was going to say that she was 24, and part of the plot was going to be that she was going to uh, considering leaving the Enterprise. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Which, relatedly, this is the only episode of Star Trek that Rand actually does, like, leave the Enterprise. <laughs> I know. Yeah. The irony. The irony. Anyway, oh, that's, like, basically all I have to say about this episode. It's bad. So, um, is the antagonist this virus? Or is it the kids? Yes. Both. I don't care. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hate it so much, you guys. I just want it to be over. I want to watch a different episode. We're going to pick one very shortly. Good. I mean, I would say, yes, it's the virus, because the virus is what causes all the problems. Sure. So, McCoy is able to, like, come up with an antidote with a 300-year-old microscope. Well, he gets and... his electronic microscope shipped out. And some guesswork. But yes. And, and guesses. Like, and it takes him less than a week, right? With their communicators yep. gone. Yeah, without ship contact. Yeah. Um, and without, like, a, a functioning lab or... A, I mean, he has Spock there, too. So I was going to say no other science staff, but... But apparently um, it did destroy, like, a planet in the 1960s. Yeah. So is it like the spores? No, I think the spores are a lot more powerful than this. I mean, it destroyed yeah. a planet. It's more deathly, I guess. The only reason the... it was okay That's was weird. because they're from the 23rd century. At the time, it was not okay. I mean, the spores just want you to be happy. Yeah. The spores don't kill anyone. No, they cure things. Yeah. I mean, are we saying it is the virus? Or I guess we don't know what it is. It's the, the I mean, virus. Antibodies. Wording, right? the thing. I think they use virus. No, they, virus. I think, yeah, well, they alternated virus and bacteria, which also confused me. Mm. I'm pretty sure they did. Cause I believe it. I was this just like, what's happening? No one knows. Well, and it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't cause any problems for Spock, no. right? He said he's a carrier, but. No, no, and. Yeah. And really, I mean, for again, for the crew, it's so easy. It's only the the 60s that it posed a problem for. But I, I mean, if there are no other people like left alive on that planet, which they kind of imply. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the trick, right? It's not that these people are problems for the 1960s. It's that these people are, or this this virus is the problem for the Enterprise. Crew. Right, and if we're judging for the crew, then it has to be very little problem. But if we're if we're yeah. judging the danger level of the virus, it's actually a very dangerous virus. Yeah. So are we judging mm. like potential and what has happened, or are we judging just the experience of the crew? I think we've judged potential before. We have. Yeah, but look, any Starfleet vessel shows up here, and they get a culture of it, and they bring it up to the ship. Like, okay, let's toss it out there. If they had just beamed right back up, and they had the lab, and, like, yeah. they had infected the whole ship, but then they had the lab, McCoy would fix this in, like, a day yeah. or two. That's true. So, like, <laughs> this, this seems trivial. It seems like a, a very trivial uh, thing that affected the, the 60s planet. 
but would not be a problem for, for the time and right. any any starfleet vessel right in which case yeah. it's probably towards the bottom of the list yeah i'm fair i'm good with that i think it would it would have I mean, diverted or defeated kirk too i mean what wouldn't <laughs> what's at the bottom of the list besides kirk too I mean, you got a whole bunch of regular humans, right? So you got Lazarus, the Orions, Gideon, Shoreleaf, Guy, Landrew, Mirakirk, Kirkju, Tracy, Balok, Romulan, Sarek are all regular humans. Or humanoids, I should say. So, But, um, but all of those got... with help would have defeated it. Yeah, right? It's pretty low. I'm... Hmm. Um, like if they're relying fine. on like uh, the Romulans would have obviously anyone on the Enterprise would have Lazarus's culture probably would have they're like crossing dimensions with their technology. I mean, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Lazarus is stupid for lots of reasons. <laughs> so we could put it at the bottom. Our new yeah, low I mean, lowest man on the totem pole. I'm kind of fine with that. I think I'm good with it. Well, let's do it. The worst. Mrah, mrah. And I call it the Miri virus. That works. Because we don't Descriptive. have a name. I mean, it will remember. We will remember. I hope. Cool. Are we going to pick an episode out? Oh, no, we're going to play bingo. We are going to play bingo. I don't think there was many. There's not much No, in here. but are you going to count him saying it's dead? Yeah, it's dead. That's it's in the spirit. It just was a very early episode. Mm, no, <laughs> he doesn't even ask. She's grumpy. I, I am grumpy. I hate this episode so much. I didn't want to talk about it. I'm. I hate it. I hate it. Well, we did it in a fast amount of time. The only good thing about this episode is that we now no longer ever have to watch it ever again. Very good point. <laughs> When you listen, to, are you going to listen to this podcast? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> I may not even listen to this episode of our own podcast. <laughs> wow. If you don't listen to your own podcast, I feel like that's yeah, bad. Yeah, bring an endorsement. I guess our listeners, if they're hearing that, are already got through the whole episode. So. Joke's on you, listeners. <laughs> no, I'll probably listen to us talk about it because it's not actually watching the episode. It's not as painful. Yeah, do we get bingo happy? Uh, no, not only is this a terrible episode, no, we didn't even get close to bingo because there's nothing in this terrible episode. There's, there's Captain's there Log. Is at least, there's a Captain's Log. There's a Kirk speech. You know, Spock does say fascinating. And there's ancient Earth history referenced. And Spock's shirt, or Spock's Kirk shirt gets ripped and whatever. Oh, it does. Like, badly, yeah, badly ripped. gets ripped in a bunch yeah, of ways. Yeah, badly ripped. It's not good. And, and there's you know um a recurring actor because there usually is somewhere in the background uh but no we didn't even get remotely close there was nothing it was another reason for me to hate this episode. what if we well, done the mccoy thing no not even close yeah chelsea stop trying to prolong it what's what's the next week's episode <laughs> okay. wait, wait take out the real live hat oh there it is oh <laughs> It's so uh, every time. pretty. <laughs> I mean, the camera isn't even pointed in that no, direction. No, I don't even have it on Guys, the this is an audio podcast. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> I see the hat, and it has emblems, the little right. Star Trek logos. You guys are the Dude. worst actors. 
That is untrue. I'm a very good actor. I'm just not acting right now. All right. I do not particularly remember. Oh, wait. I vaguely remember this one. All right. So next time we are watching season two, episode 11, Friday's Child, which the Federation clashes with the Klingon Empire over mining rights to Capella 4. A sudden coup between its warrior-minded inhabitants forces Kirk's party to flee with the now-dead leader's pregnant wife. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember this one. Why are we getting all the kid episodes in one, like, run? (laughs) Okay, we got a DC Fontana Joseph Pevney. So... Okay. Written by DC Fontana, directed by Joseph. All I Pevney. remember that is that Bones like touches her a lot. Mm, I don't remember this one at all. So I think I remember, but I'm wondering if I'm mixing it up with something else. Either way, it has to be better <laughs> oh my than God. this wow. one. Are you like, you are need you... to go to that. You need to go to Memory Alpha and look at that photo of these costumes. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> Ooh, costume corner. Costume. Next time. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember this one at all, and I don't know how I'd ever forget these costumes. <laughs> they are uh, amazing. <laughs> it'll be great, you guys. Excellent. Again. Fantastic. Excellent. I've, oh, I've... I, this was not the episode I was thinking of. Well, then I have uh, no memory of this one. They look like um, the, oh, God, um, Dragon Ball Z, the, uh, the Ginyu Force. <laughs> Classic. Well, this should be great, then. Either way, <laughs> it'll be better than Miri. All right, next time, listeners, if you've made it through this, you can make it through anything. Uh, Friday. That should be the, the tagline of our podcast. <laughs> oh, it really should dear. be. Yep. All right. Friday's 